Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Wiley's World Sports Debate Podcast. And it's your host that is the most main man of the hour. More uncut than your favorite porn scene with a better jumper than the long-range sniper, Steph Curry. More clutch than Tom Brady down 28-3, halftime of the Super Bowl. And the greatest of all time, like one Michael Jeffrey Jumpman, 2-3 Jordan. It's your boy, Cheddar the God. I'm live in the building today, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I am back, and it's been a minute. And uh, I do owe y'all an apology. It's been almost a year since we've recorded a show, since I've recorded a show, and I apologize on behalf of myself. It's been a lot that, I, that I've, a lot has happened since the last time we. I have been on the mic, so I kind of want to fill you guys in. Uh, so basically, for those who don't know. I quit my job to do this show full-time. I quit my job to do this show full-time and to put 100% effort into this show. Um, and just things have happened. Things have happened. Life has happened over the past two years. As you see, my dreads are now ridiculously long since the last time I've even posted a live video. I think I didn't even have dreads last time I posted a video. But... Um, yeah, it's been a minute. So, uh, like I said, just just life has happened. So, I'm just glad to be back. I've missed the entire NFL season. So, before I even begin this show, I want to give a huge shout-out to my boy, Lamar MVP Jackson. So, for those of you who don't follow me on social media, for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, by the way, the, Cheddar, the Twitter handle is I am Cheddar the God. Uh, the IG handle is I am Cheddar the God. And I will be creating a new Facebook handle as well. Um, so make sure you follow those platforms to keep up with me outside of the show. So um, I did post on Twitter that I was really, really hoping that the Baltimore Ravens was going to meet, meet up with the Seattle Seahawks for a, a uh, all-black Super Bowl. That's what I was hoping. And obviously it didn't go that way. But Lamar Jackson had an incredible season. Hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs for the win in the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Let me let me repeat that. Patrick Mahomes will go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time when he finishes his career. Remember, the first year in the NFL, he broke the touchdown record. The second year in the NFL, he comes in. Anyone MVP? Second year in the NFL, he comes in and he wins the Super Bowl. Every game that he played in, in the playoffs, he was down by two touchdowns and came back and won. The kid is amazing. The Kansas City Chiefs has something special. Uh, there were questions at the running back position about Damon Williams. I don't even know why there was ever questions about Damon Williams and what he can do and what he can contribute towards that team. Um, and the Kansas City Chiefs played well. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, as, as I said time and time again, and for those, again, who do not follow me on social media, I also stated this on social media. That the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, I knew they were going to blow that game. I knew with everything within my heart, I knew he was going to blow that game. He has a reputation of blowing the big games. See, if you don't run the ball against Tom Brady when you're up 28-3 in the third quarter, what the hell makes you think he's going to start running the ball in the third and fourth quarter of the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs? 
it, it was it was all on Kyle Shanahan. And it really was three things that contributed towards the Super Bowl loss for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm gonna talk about this briefly because we got a lot of sports to talk about today. Kyle Shanahan, his play calling, horrible. Jimmy G, all right. You pay him all this money to lay an egg in the fourth quarter. All right. And the next blame was on Richard Sherman, who they went at two to three times, and they came up with big plays. This was the shutdown corner. And remember, Revis and Sherman exchanged words via Twitter about, you know, who was the best corner, who was the better corner, and, you know, Revis pretty much said that, hey, look, you're not a man-to-man guy. You're a zone guy. And Richard Sherman pretty much replies back with, in so many words, I'm not, not going to say word for word what it was, but in so many words, he replied back by saying, hey, I'm still playing. Which I respect him for that. And I love Richard Sherman to death. I think he's one of the best corners we've ever seen in this league. But in that Super Bowl, Man to man. It was toast. It was toast out there. It was toast. And I don't understand why they stopped running the option with Debo Samuel. He was getting like 15 yards to carry. If you kept that up, that was the, the Kansas City Chiefs, they didn't know what to do. They're, they're, the, 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 the San Francisco 49ers have so many weapons on offense that you just don't know who to pinpoint. You don't know who to pinpoint. So they had him. But then again, like I said, those three things, players, coaches, staff, whatever you want to call it, those collective factors are is the reason why the San Francisco 49ers are not Super Bowl champions and the Kansas City and the Kansas City Chiefs are. All right, so let's go ahead and get to some of these current topics, all right? And let, we're going to go ahead and start off with Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 3. Now, I didn't talk about the fight at all on the show, so let's go ahead and recap the show. For those who did not watch any sports over the past weekend, for those who slept under a rock, for those who were locked down in the cabin with their girl for the weekend, just listen to me. Deontay Wilder, all right? Manelan Man himself got knocked out by Tyson Fury, a.k.a. Captain Underpants. All right, he got knocked out by this man. TKO, seventh round. The corner threw the towel in. They threw the towel in. They, they threw the towel in. Okay? Now, me personally, when I watched the fight, I seen a man, Deontay Wilder. I seen Deontay Wilder. When the first eight seconds of the bell, when it was time for him to come out that corner, Tyson Fury went at him and he stayed on him the entire fight. He did not let he did not let Wilder get a, a second to breathe. He he laid the extra 270 pounds that he the extra weight he had on. It was like 270 pounds, 270 weight. He laid that on Wilder. He wore Wilder down. He warmed down, warmed down, warmed down. He hit him with, with, with amazing blows and jabs. Wilder does not play defense. His hands were not up. He was not blocking and dodging. He was getting batted and ratted tatted. 
It was looking horrible. By the third round, I was like, please. When he went down the first time in the third round, I'm like, bro, just stay down. He could not get his legs up under him. His, his ear was bleeding. His, his, his jaw was bleeding. I mean, his face swole. It was, a, it, it was a disaster, man. Then you got Tyson Fury licking this man's blood off the side of his neck. How disgusting. How disgraceful. You are you are a disgraceful human being, Tyson Fury. You licking this man's blood, man. And, and, and people are mad that they're, that they're wilder once in round three. And in Wilder's defense, right? In Wilder's defense, he has every right to ask for a round three. This man got knocked out by Captain Underpants on Black History Month coming out to a song oh, it called All Black or Black Excellence. Don't, 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 don't quote me on it. But he came out to a song speaking great greatness about everything being black. He came out looking like a Wakandian general. This man looked like a Wakandian general. Now, he comes back today and says the reason why he lost the match was because the outfit was so heavy. It was 45 pounds. What in the hell? Why in the hell would you wear an outfit that, is, that, is, that weighs an extra 40 pounds before stepping in the ring and defending your belt? Why in the hell would you wear an outfit that weighs an extra 40 pounds. I mean, just think about the logic here. Think about that. You know you're about to go out here and fight. But you're going to put this heavy ass. And it said he didn't have his legs under him. I think, in my honest opinion, that Tyson Fury put together a very strategic game plan to defeat Wilder. If you watch from the beginning, Wilder was backpedaling. He backpedaled, he backpedaled, he backpedaled, he backpedaled, he backpedaled. And my thing is this for Wilder. If you knew that outfit weighed 40 pounds, why would you even put that outfit on? I would have told them when, when they brought me that outfit, I can't wear that. Because that's going to affect my performance in the ring. I'm not going to wait till after I get my ass beat on Black History Month in front of all in front of in front of America to say, "Hey, it was an extra 40 pound outfit is the reason why I lost this fight." No, Tyson Fury had a very strategic plan from game from 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 point A. He gained extra weight. He laid the weight on you. The weight made you tired. You he was running the entire fight. You didn't play defense. Put your hands up. And then he fires his trainer. For what? His trainer. He saved your life. You going to go down to your shield or you going to die in the ring? Is it, is, is, it, is, it worth, is it worth that much? Is your life worth that much? I mean, excuse me. Is boxing worth that much? Dude, we got to use some common sense here, my man. 
I understand you're a prideful man. I understand that you're a prideful man. I, I'm a, I, I'm a, I understand that you're a man that has morals. I have no beef with Wilder. I love Wilder. I call Wilder Super, super Manila Man. I, I have never seen a man go in the ring and just become like that animal. We ain't seen that since Mike. It's like an animal in the ring. But that fight against Tyson, I, if you want to say that, I'll think, cool. But me personally, man, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's my, that's my opinion. You got to have a better plan to go in there and just fight like a hood nigga. You got to do more than go in there and fight like a hood nigga. I hate to say it. It's the truth. I'm not racist. I'm black too. I'm keeping it a buck. You can't do that. You got to be able to put together combos. You got to be able to move. You got to have defense. You got to be able to duck and dodge. You can't rely on the right hand the whole fight. It becomes predictable. As a fighter, if I know that your right is and again, I'm not a fighter. But as a fighter, if I see that you, your right hand is the is the is the uh, is the nuclear weapon, I'm gonna avoid it at all costs. <laughs> I think that Wilder should give it a year and go and do some do some and go and fight and and, and 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 I think he should really work on the skill of boxing before he steps back in the ring. All right, but this is what Wilder had to say. He said, we're looking forward to another, a rematch, and he can exercise his right to do that, all right? He said, I'm a warrior and a true champion, and I will fight like that every bit of the way. We're definitely going with it, and that's for sure by the summertime. There were a lot of things that went wrong leading up to the fight with the last minutes leading into the fight. Uniform was too heavy. He had the uniform on for 10 to 15 minutes before the fight, and when he immediately took it off, he knew. Also, he fired his trainer. I don't want to see Wilder versus Tyson Fury again. I, I don't want to see it. The only way I would want to see that is if Wilder has, has improved in some way, shape, or form before that fight. If I could see some improvement, then you know what? Hmm. But if I don't see any improvement, no. I mean, he's not even getting medical attention. He wants to show he's a warrior. Like, I don't know, man. That sounds like early signs of CTE to me. I ain't no doctor. But all I'm saying is, that sounds like early signs of CTE. Now, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I think I'm right. More than likely, I'm right. But, yo. Wilder's going to have to get him a, a trainer, and he's going to have to actually listen. He's going to have to get some skill. Again, and he's going to win. He steps back in the ring. He has to be completely better than he was the last time he stepped in the ring against Tyson. All right. So let's go on to the next topic. And we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant's memorial. <clears throat> we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant's memorial. We didn't discuss... 
we didn't discuss anything. I didn't discuss anything about Kobe. Again, I've, I've been gone for almost, what, a year now. So I'm going to give you my thoughts on this. Uh, for those who don't know, we all know what happened with Kobe Bryant. He passed away. Uh, uh, it was a Sunday morning. Uh, it's about, it was Sunday afternoon for us here. Um, and uh, he was in a helicopter, him and his daughter. Uh, I think it was a total of eight people, eight to ten people. I think eight people. Again, I'm not going to go through all these details because it's been plastered through the media so many times. Um, but... Uh, I remember I was Sunday morning. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. Sunday afternoon, I was at Hickory Tavern sitting at the bar. And I was sitting in a car, and I was getting out to go sit at the bar uh, to watch a game. And I sit in my car, and I get, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see this thing about Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash on the side of the mountain. I'm like... Here we go with the BS, bro. So I'm strolled past it, and I see it again. And I'm like, this has to be fake. So I go to TMZ, and they have it up there. I go to TMZ. I go to TMZ on Twitter, and they have up there, um, Kobe Bryant has died, you know, in a helicopter crash. I'm like, this has to be fake. So I click the link. And I'm strolling, I'm strolling, I'm strolling, and I'm reading. I'm like, this is a, this is a sick ass joke. Like, man, stop fucking playing with me. So I, I take two more steps, and my phone goes off again. Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash, and I'm sitting there like, you gotta be joking. So I'm like, nah, this has to be a sick joke. So I'm strolling, trying to search and find out what's going on, and I sit at the bar, and next thing you know, CNN plastered it. Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash, and my heart just immediately dropped to my stomach. And I look at the bartender, and I'm like, Kobe Bryant is dead. She was like, oh, my God, you, you, you're such a sick fuck. I was like, excuse me, ma'am, no. Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash. And she looked at me, and she looked back at the TV, and as soon as I said it, ESPN said, oh, my God, breaking news. And people at ESPN, they were just they were in so much disbelief and... It, it was it was wild. Um, I, I I definitely cried uh, when I when I found when I found out. I think I cried more not when I first found out because I felt like it still was a joke, like it was a hoax, like you know maybe they're just saying this just to say this. But then when it was confirmed that Kobe did indeed die in, in the helicopter crash, and also his daughter Gigi, I I was I was just in shock. Um, I'm not going to sit here and stunt in front and make it seem like I was this huge Kobe Bryant fan. Like I, I had every Kobe piece of Kobe Bryant puff made. I did not. Um, when I was an L.A. Laker fan, <laughs> uh, my favorite player was Shaquille O'Neal. And I was a Shaquille O'Neal fan, and I'm still a Shaquille O'Neal fan to this day. That is my guy. That is, that is, that is my favorite basketball player in if you ask, if I could meet anybody today, right now, it's Shaquille O'Neal, without a shadow of a doubt. Period. Like, 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 um, like living or playing, like playing or not playing, is definitely Shaq. But um, I always respected Kobe's game, and I respected the mama mentality. Um, I was a huge Kobe fan when it came to video games. 
So I'm, I wasn't more like the Jersey guy or, or you know, or, or paraphernalia guy. I was more of the video game guy. So anytime I played any game, especially basketball, I like I love playing with the Lakers, and I love to play with Kobe Bryant, especially in the fourth quarter because he always got hot. All right. So just to know that he passed away with his daughter and the connection and bond that they had, man, was just it was like God, like in, in in the words of Vanessa Bryant, you know, God knew he had to take could couldn't you know take one without the other, you know, because I don't think Kobe would have been okay if Gigi would have left and vice versa. And I don't want to bring up the dead. But I, I just don't feel like that would have been good in any situation. Um, but it's a sad situation, man. Uh, when I watched the memorial, I didn't watch all of it because I I feel like the NBA has oversaturated, has saturated, has oversaturated me with so much. I feel like the NBA has oversaturated me with so much Kobe Bryant. And it's like every time I watch anything basketball related, it's like I feel like the NBA is like and cry. And cry. And cry some more. That's right. Let them tears fall. And cry some more. And cry some more. That's right. You're not crying hard enough. And cry some more. Like I'm sick of crying over Kobe Bryant. So like the All-Star break, I, I kinda got upset that they were doing the Kobe thing because it's like, dude, you keep you keep trying to bring these tears back. I'm good. <laughs> and um yeah, man, so I, I watched bits and pieces of it. I watched MJ's speech, very touching. Vanessa Bryant, man, it took a lot of willpower to go up there, man, as a as a mother and as a wife, you know, seeing that they've been together for so many years, and they have, you know, uh, three beautiful girls together. And it's that's that's just sad, man. So, um, oh, Beyonce, we got to talk about Beyonce. Beyonce's Halo, oh my goodness, man. Like, you just couldn't ask. You, you could not have, you could, not, you could not have found anybody to sing that song any better than how Beyonce sung that song um, the other day. That was beautiful, man. That, that was just beautiful. That was touching. Um, but yeah, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, man, he's going to live on forever. Um, and when we hold this greatest of all time discussion, I to be honest with you, I'm not I'm not holding that debate anymore. So to those who want to argue, oh Kobe or Jordan and LeBron, I'm not I'm not arguing that anymore. I'm not I'm not arguing that anymore. And the reason why I'm not going to I'm not going to argue that 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 topic anymore is because those guys are all goats in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, we know we, we knew was a guy that did not accept losing. Especially when he came to the finals. Not talking about the playoffs. Talking about put your hatred aside. In the finals, the man is undefeated. In the finals, six and zero, undefeated. You know what I'm saying? We know, we, we know Kobe's one of the greatest of all time to have a mama mentality and take over in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Kobe might have took a hundred shots, but Kobe was not accepting losing. And then you have LeBron James, who was his goat in his own way. We talking about being. A teammate, a passer, a facilitator to be able to do everything. Yeah, he might not take the the shots at the end of the game. Yeah, he might not take the uh, the, the clutch shots or the he might not hit the last minute shots. But I mean, let's be honest. 
one-on-one, who's stopping LeBron James? So instead of arguing who's the greatest of all time, let's just appreciate all the players that have contributed so much to the game of basketball. Let's just do that. Let's do that. No more Kobe debate. No more Kobe over LeBron. LeBron over Kobe. Jordan over whatever. Kareem, I do. Who cares? All of, it's so many guys that you can consider consider greatest of all time. Shaq, you can consider him a goat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. You got some people that believe Allen Iverson is the greatest of all time. You got some people that believe Dwayne Wade is the greatest of all time. Who cares? All of those guys that I named, you can't sit here and say that they were bad players. They're all goats in their own ways. So let's just accept it for that, and let's just move forward. All right?